My name is Erin Bross, and this is The Dirt, Confessions of a Tree Planter. Art for this podcast comes from another tree planter, Bethany Davis, as part of her illustration series, Follow the Trees. This is a podcast about tree planting as a reforestation practice in the silviculture industry. Tree planters are a collective of people who spend much of their lives replenishing a logged area with new forest. However, tree planting is so much more than the physical act of planting thousands of seedlings in the ground day after day as a job. It is about the connections, experiences, bonds, and memories that last a lifetime. The dirt is a place to shed light on the culture that is mostly contained within those who have stuck a shovel in the ground. It is meant to dive deep into all things tree planting as a place for those to reminisce, relate, or to learn. So wherever you're coming from, as any tree planter would say, may the planting gods be with you. All right, folks, artist number two for this week is Danielle Adams. So I actually came across Danielle on Instagram. Um, Yeah, I had just like found her through somebody else that had shared um, some of her art. And so I went on and I was checking it out and I just thought it was really beautiful. And then I saw that she was also a planter. And and yeah, so I reached out to see if she wanted to to come on here and talk about her art. Um, Yeah, and I think the really interesting thing for me about talking with Danielle and what we talk about in this interview is that for her, it's like her art doesn't come from tree planting, you know, and she's not like inspired by tree planting. And that's, you know, how she's creating some of her art for her. That's actually, you know, a a form of a break, which I thought was really interesting, especially having talked with other artists who, you know, a lot of their art has then become really inspired or influenced by tree planting. So this is kind of a completely different approach. So Danielle Adams is an artist and illustrator, um, and she's based on the BC coast, um, a landscape, of course, that inspires much of her work, as you'll see when you can check some of it out. So I've linked in the show notes her website and also her Instagram. Um, So planting trees allowed her to fund her way through a bachelor's of design without having to sacrifice her soul at the altar of minimum wage jobs. She is now pursuing painting full-time over the off-season and fully expects to be broke by May. Um, so that was her little bio that she wrote just about herself. And so, yeah, we basically go into just like, yeah, her planting career and, and how the balance has been for her, especially like going through school, but then also even afterwards now, um, and just how, how that balance has been for her of like having time for her art in the off season and then taking a break from it and planting, you know, during the planting season. So so yeah, um, she has uh, prints and things available on her website. So, um, you know, another person that maybe you would want to be supporting this holiday season. So go check out her work. Um, or you can also get at her on Instagram, of course, send her a DM or whatever. So so yeah, so I thought this was just like a really unique take on, on being an artist and, and that balance with being a planter. So I hope everyone enjoys this episode. Danielle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Uh, super stoked to be here. Yeah, so just, you know, a little background. I just, I think it was on Raf's uh, Instagram, like Boreal Folk. I think she shared one of your photos and I was just like, oh, sick. And so I like went to your page and was like checking out your art. And then I was like, oh shit, she's a planter. Cool. Um, you know, let's let's reach out and like try and get her on the show because I love... Uh, 
yeah, I love just like covering planters who, you know, have other like side ventures and stuff. And, um, and yeah, so, so here we are. <laughs> awesome. That's so funny how that uh, came to be. It's yeah, this is awesome. I've definitely, I've heard about your podcast before and a couple of my buddies told me to check it out a while ago and I did. And this is kind of exciting being here. <laughs> cool. Okay. So let's just start off first with telling the listeners a bit about who you are. Sweet. Okay. Um, right. So my name's Danielle Adams. I've been an artist for probably as long as I can remember. It's just something I've always loved doing and have just, I just do all the time. And then I guess I've been a planter. I started planting when I was 18 uh, and kind of a, a funny origin story. Um, I am from BC, so I was born in Vancouver, but I, I went to Ontario for my rookie year because I nice. had no idea doing <laughs> yeah that was fun and uh honestly I don't regret it it was fun I had I had fun I had made I made no money but it was an experience I guess uh which is not exactly what we want to hear but hey it happened no um, I mean yeah. honestly a lot of people don't make a ton their first year which is like something to really emphasize right to to people yeah, especially sure. like um and I mean I made I made a decent amount of money as a rookie my first year, but I still didn't make that much, you know, like my season was also pretty short, um, but Mm -hmm. I've heard so many stories and it's actually so cool that this is yours because it's something I've even wanted to emphasize on here that, you know, that's a thing because, you know, it's, it's often the age old question of like, why do people even go to Ontario? And I've covered that a little bit on the show already. And yeah, it is like, people just want a different experience and, um yeah so so talk a little bit about you know how you got into tree planting too like how'd you hear about it how'd you get set up and then and then yeah your choice to go to go eastwards <laughs> uh yeah so how I oh man I honestly I don't really remember the first time I heard about tree planting it was just kind of I mean growing up on the west coast you you know logging and the forestry industry is ever present so you kind of hear about it a lot and then yeah, so I always remember just you know, something I've always wanted to do. I think my my aunt went planting when she was in her 20s, and then she was telling stories around, like, a family dinner. I'm like, whoa, that sounds rad. Still having, like, really no idea um, exactly what planting trees entailed. I remember I was sitting, I think, in Deep Cove or something with my buddy, and a bunch of planters walked by heading up Indian Arm to go plant trees, and I'm like, whoa, those people look like so hardcore so I want to I want to be one of those well I think it must have been like 13 or something and I remember telling my friend after like I like heard some stuff that you can make a ton of money tree planting you must get paid like ten dollars a tree or something and just like really emphasizing how little I actually understood about the industry and then um yeah so after I graduated high school I went straight into university uh for into the um applied art so I'd be illustrated designs. I've got a, a bachelor's in illustration design. The full name is like bachelor's of design and visual communications. It's a mouthful, but it's a great program, real expensive. But after my first year in that program, I was looking at like how I was going to make money to be able to, you know, for continue continuing being in school and also doing something over the summer. And it was important that I worked outside in this. I remembered planting. I'm like, okay, perfect. I'll, I'll look into that. And still having really no idea about the industry. I just, I knew it was hard to get a job as a rookie. So I took the first job that was offered to me. Um, I think I found a posting on King Kong or yeah. And it was after like a total idiot after like accepting the job, I looked at the company, uh, found out is in Ontario. I'm like, Oh fuck it. Okay. I guess I'm going to Ontario. It'll be an adventure. 
um, and I went to Ontario and it an adventure is I guess probably the most accurate description I can give it and then after that um, I hauled ass back to BC because well it's, it's BC. <laughs> okay so how long have you been in the tree planting game for? Um, so I'll be starting my so I've done three seasons I started when I was 18 and then I took a year off after that um, not so much intentionally it's kind of worked out that way I was in a did a school uh, exchange to Japan for three months, but it happened to coincide with the planting season. So I missed a season there and then t uh, picked up again uh, last year and then the year before. So then this year I'll be going into my fourth season. Okay. So how has tree planting changed or impacted your life? Oh my gosh. Like in so many ways. Um, yeah. I think for each season I feel like I get something out of it which is really kind of wonderful I definitely um after my rookie year I felt uh I think like I was pretty young so it was really cool to feel independent for the first time like I was like it's the first time I'd been away from home for like a really like extended period of time and totally on your own I mean you're like you're kind of looked after but for the most part you're taking care of yourself a lot um so that was really cool I felt like definitely I'd kind of come into my own a little bit in that sense. I, I was also really cool finding people who weren't like the city folk that I've been grew up with. And that was really beautiful as well. And then I think in the most significant way, uh, planting has, I think, changed me or influenced me in some ways uh, through just seeing like really like kick-ass, awesome, super powerful, like female role models. And that's something that it's not that I was lacking in the city, but I've always struggled with femininity in a way. Like I've never felt feminine or I never felt, I thought femininity had to be girly. You know, if you're, you know, if you wanted to be feminine, you're girly. And I, in my mind, I associated girliness with weakness. And it was just this really toxic relationship with femininity I had. But after my first year in BC, I met all of these women who were like feminine but also powerful and like hairy but you know beautiful and I just totally rewrote my like associations with femininity and that was huge and you know being a young woman I think that was definitely a really like pivotal moment for me which was pretty cool yeah and you know what you speak of there I can totally relate to as well um yeah especially having been an athlete and kind of grown up outside um, and even, you know, some of the more old school culture in a sense of, of planting really, yeah, kind of perpetuates that. Like it's hard to be, mm -hmm. it's hard to be this, yeah, this idea of femininity of it just being girly. Um, yeah, that's, and that's, I think a beautiful thing, um, that can be explored through planting. Um, mm -hmm. there's so many planters I know who, like paint their nails or yeah they'll like shower and put on makeup on the night off and like yeah just these like dual you know there's there's so many facets to a person and it's really cool yeah I think it was yeah. so cool to see that you could be you know tough gritty dirty hairy strong but also beautiful gentle elegant and female and like mm -hmm. before planting those two things just were mutually exclusive in my mind which is so not true. And it's just so ridiculous that I was even like thinking that, but 
yeah and like being able to cry in front of people now like that's huge like I couldn't do that before because I'm like I can't cry because it's girly and weak and like that's just it's like such toxic masculinity that I was embodied in there and like don't don't want any of that but planting really just like shook that out which was nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I can relate to that a lot and even you know across the spectrum too you know with with all with all genders with the whole spectrum of just like people as a right. whole being able to to do that because planting really brings that out so much yeah I mean at the end of the day you're just a body doing work and it's yeah beautiful like you know you can just you can be yourself you can really embody what you want to be which is just awesome yeah so I've got two questions here and you know it's kind of whatever comes to mind first I like to say to people um what is your favorite tree planting memory oh geez <laughs> that's a tough one um oh man I don't know it's hard to I've got so many, so many favorites. I guess the uh, one that comes to mind pretty quick um, is this was uh, my first season in BC and I was planting on a six pack and we were doing a special mission and just, it was like one of those like shitty run around and fill in a bunch of bubbles kind of missions. And we got to the first block and like within like minutes of getting there, we we're turning the truck around and the truck had stuck. Like it was just like some, the ground got really soft on the, on the edge of the road there. And we just, the truck got super stuck. So our crew boss is like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try to un unstuck the truck. You go, you guys go and um, here's a map, go, go plant all the trees. There's probably, fuck, I don't remember how many trees need to go in there, but it wasn't a lot. Like it was, yeah. So we go, we plant all the trees, takes us about like, you know, two hours maybe. And we come back and it's, the truck is just like so stuck. We remember we had like shoved logs in it. We tried to like lever it out. It was just, it was so fucked. Um, and we ended up being there for like, oh man, it was like 13 hours. It was getting dark by the time oh. somebody came and got us. But it was so fun in my like, <laughs> we, like we, we rode the wild motion roller coaster of like, will we sleep here? Um, then right into like a shuttle tossed contest. It was just like, there was nothing to do except for be there. And I remember being just so thankful for the people I was with because it could have been a really shitty experience. It could have been absolutely traumatizing, but because of the people I was with and my crew was like chock a block full of these amazing, beautiful souls that it was really fun. We were all in it together, just trying to keep each other having, and yeah, I'm, we're at one point at the near the end of the day, we were all sitting in the truck and the truck is now on like a, you know, it's on a pretty steep angle. So we're all like kind of piled in there, but sitting on like a 35 degree angle. It was stupid. Um, I'm mean, just, just laughing at how stupid the situation was. And it really kind of sticks out, you know, <laughs> probably remember it so well, cause it was also equally shitty, but you know, that's kind of planting. Hey. Yeah, totally. And so of course, with that being said, highs and lows, ebbs and flows. Uh, what is your worst tree planting memory? Okay, that one, um, this is probably the worst because it's fresh, it's from this season. And it was, yeah, I've thought about this one a bit actually. This one, this one's pretty easy to pick out. Um, again, another special mission, uh, again with like beautiful, amazing people. And that's kind of what made it survivable. Uh, but it was it's not nothing crazy. It wasn't even wasn't the worst. It wasn't raining. It wasn't snowing. I didn't get stung by wasps. It was just a really horrible mental day. I remember we had um, our 
like, uh, yeah, our crew boss told us we had to plant X trees to close this block. There was three of us and the, it was pretty tough. It was like really super caked and it was day three. So we were already tired. We'd spent the whole shift on that, on that block and it was unforgiving. And the day before we pushed late with the promise that we wouldn't have to go back, but then Classic. the three of us ended yeah. up having to go back. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just, oh man, I remember it was funny that we we drove there together we're like okay you know we're just gonna we're just gonna do it it's be fine then we get there we're like okay let's just like let's each do a bag up on our own get into the mode and then we'll partner plant for the rest of the day and on that bag up i think we all cried we all cried for different reasons and we came back to the cash we all got like tears in our eyes and like just so sad and then it was yeah it was just like i think it was for me it was i just really struggled with I didn't think I could do it. I wasn't going to be able to hit this number. I wasn't. And then that spiraled into your garbage, your trash, you know, your shit get fucked. What are you even doing here? Do you even deserve to be here? And then, yeah, you're like, you're weak. And it's kind of the whole mental spiral, of like not being good and not deserving anything. And it was like that for the whole day. Like it was really hard to pull out of that. Um, but then again, on the drive back, you know, talking with my, my friends about it and, we're sitting, we all, we all kind of went through our own, our own struggles that day. And I, yeah, it was, they pulled me right out of it. By the time I was eating dinner, I was laughing and smiling again. And it was, yeah, it was just, the day sucked though, but my, yeah, the people were there to pull me out at the end. But yeah, that was, I guess, probably the worst one so far. Yeah, no, I can attest to those days. <laughs> I think everyone, <laughs> Everyone listening who's planted can for sure. Um, so, you know, I like to ask this question as well. And of course, we know more than ever now, you can't really plan much or predict much into the future. But at least for right now, um, what are your intentions um, in terms of planting and like moving forward? How long do you plan to plant for into the future? Is that, you know, is it open ended or do you have, uh, you know, like a set? amount of years in mind yeah that's a yeah I guess yeah um planning for the future that's a fun topic um yeah so right now I imagine it's kind of open-ended it planting really um works for the lifestyle that I'm I've chosen to live for the time being um as an artist it allows me to create a bunch of money during like a short period of time so I can kind of sustain myself albeit you know frugally and really just focus on developing as an artist and doing more, I guess, passion related projects instead of having to grind in a day job mm -hmm. and, you know, push my passion to like the corners of the day. So it's kind of, it works really well for me right now. You know, I'm still pretty young, so I feel like I can, you know, definitely get away with doing this for a lot longer. Um, but then again, you know, like I tended to saying a lot longer because it's, it's so hard to say what could happen in the future. I'm, you know, I've, I even tended to say I'm definitely going back this season because I, that's where I stand now I am, but you know, five months from now, I have no idea where I'll be. Um, but it's probably safe to say I'll, I will likely be a couple more years. Um, just yeah. Given how everything's going and I love it. It's hard to leave. Yeah, it is great. Um, and so you've mostly now been planting in BC and you plan to sort of stick in BC then for planting. Oh, Totally. Yeah, definitely stay in BC. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit about your art now. Um, you know, just like my perceptions of your art, you know, it's definitely a lot of landscapes and, of course, of the outdoors. And, mm -hmm. 
and yeah, it's it's kind of group of seven esque to me for sure. But yeah, yeah, tell us a bit about it and just your style or just how how you would sort of describe it, you know? Because of course this is a podcast, so so there's no visuals. <laughs> yeah, word picture here. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, Group of Seven, definitely, uh, definitely an influence. Um, yeah, I'd say there's like there's so many great influence, influential artists out there. Um, there's this one artist who I found ages ago. Her name's Erica Hawk. I think she's from BC. Uh, and I, I think I found her art on Pinterest or something, but it, it's beautiful. I kind of definitely kind of set me down this path on like kind of stylized, landscape so I guess we are so to describe for folks who haven't seen um I do a lot of landscapes with uh a really um kind of a, a stylized fluidity of line like I like to um exaggerate natural forms I see in nature uh and like along like clouds are great to really have fun stylizing because context is super easy to mess around with if it's in the sky and not blue it's probably a cloud and you can kind of make it whatever shape you want. Uh, and then also water and being on the West Coast, there's so much, oh, this is, it's so beautiful here. And there's so much inspiration. I can see, I can look out my window and I can see the ocean and the lines on the surface of the ocean from currents and, and the wind. And it's there, these fluid undulating lines. And I find I've, I'm always chasing that. I'm always trying to create something as perfect and as beautiful as I see in nature. And it's, I hope I never get there because if I ever do, then I've got nothing else to, to paint. So I guess, yeah, that's the biggest inspiration is, you know, my immediate surroundings being outside and the forests here as well. Or yeah, there's like, if you look at a cedar tree, which I bet a lot of people have seen before, you can see how their branches create these like beautiful, um, just looping shapes and the way they intersect and overlap is just like that's where I draw a lot of inspiration from as well these kind of these you can kind of take that organic natural shape that occurs realistically and then expand that into these stylizations and um, exaggerated forms which is a lot of what I do. Cool and you know as you've mentioned you've been doing art your whole life uh, you know well before you started tree planting so I'm curious how it's maybe changed or evolved or even just been influenced now by tree planting? Yeah. So I've thought a lot about that over the last years because it's, yeah, these two things I do a lot. Um, and I found when I go planting, it's almost a, it's a nice break almost from doing art all the time. Like I kind of step away from it a little bit. Um, cause I mean, it's, it's hard to paint a lot out there, but also it's nice to kind of have a bit of a, a, a bit of breathing room and kind of just experience nature without, um, yeah, without, you know, always painting. But that being said, um, it is also a lot of time where I, I do spend a lot of days where sometimes I'll just be like walking through my piece planting along and I'll be just thinking about how I'm going to paint this composition. And that's kind of what keeps me or keep this well it keeps me going a little bit by one of those distracting thoughts that's pleasant and a good place to be um but as for how you know it's directly influenced my art I don't I don't know if it has per se and other than it's just more time outside more time absorbing you know looking for those shapes and those patterns and how light looks on grass kind of thing all those little details I mean so much of art for me is observing 
the world around me and think of it, how am I going to paint that? How am I going to recreate that, that texture, that color, that kind of, that feeling, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, um, yeah. So I guess it's more of a source of inspiration than it is, um, an influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, That's a super like- rambly answer. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, whatever resonates with you, right? So it's, it's always interesting to hear people's processes too, or just like, you know, um, yeah, describing that, uh, that influence or, or not having that influence. And it's really interesting too, that you say that it gives you a bit of a break from your art actually. Um, Cause you know, I've, I've heard, I mean, Bethany Davis, who um, it does the art for this podcast, you know, she kind of has, a bit of the opposite where she, you know, spends a lot of time being inspired directly by, by tree planting itself, or that was like a process for her. So it's really cool to hear sort of the opposite side of that too, because of course, as an, as an artist, it's, it can be so all consuming. I mean, like anything, of course. So, so it's, um, yeah, it's really cool to, you know, have that outlet with planting where you can like step back from it for a bit. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's so cool to just hear that different perspective. Yeah, I guess it's, yeah, it's fun. It's a, uh, I, I do this year with COVID and stuff, not be able to go into town a day off. I brought a bunch of my painting stuff and with our crew, we did, we did art almost every day off. So I kind of lied oh, a little cool. bit there, did do a bunch, but it wasn't, um, I think the fun part was it was more just kind of back to what it used to be, where it's just for fun instead of actively trying to be an artist it was just doing art because we literally have nothing else to do um, yeah. art back and then killing time between meals on days off but you know that was yeah that was in a way that was really fun to just kind of you know old school easy peasy yeah and so I'm really curious as well because I you know just scrolling your Instagram and of course there's you know, you choose what you're putting up there. Um, Cause I didn't really see any, it was actually only from some pictures that you posted that I knew that you were a planter. So do you yeah. have like, do you paint a lot of like planting related things or, or not, not so much? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I've done a bunch. <laughs> if I posted everything I, I drew on my Instagram account, it would be probably taken down as a spam account. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's uh yeah, I've done a little bit. Um, but not as much as I'd like to. I kind of, uh, there's a composition I haven't started yet, but I've been, it's been just kind of percolating in the back of my mind for, I guess, months now uh, of like the burns and like kind of like the solid, like, you know, cause you, I wouldn't spend a lot of time in burns if it wasn't, wasn't for planting, but seeing like the solid black bars of burnt trees and then like the life coming up underneath it, like the fireweed and all like the, that kind of juxtaposition is beautiful, but I haven't actually painted as for like painting planters and, painting like super planting specific pieces I I know I haven't really it's mostly yeah not not as much um it's more I've been inspired by the people I've met planting I've been been inspired by the places uh, but as for the act itself I haven't actually found inspiration there yet and I'm curious as well you know with your art of course we're we're in the the off season now of planting and so you know I imagine you're yeah doing the art so I'm more full-time right now I mean aside from just like existing in 2020 but um, (laughs) um, yeah I'm curious you know if you've got anything any sort of projects or anything you're working on or or things that you're um, trying to perhaps move towards that maybe the listeners would want to 
to know about, especially if they're going to tune into your art and perhaps, you know, follow along and, uh, and yeah, especially, you know, we're coming up to the Christmas season. And of course, I'm going to post links in the show notes for everybody to, to access your art and to, to check it out. And, you know, if, uh, yeah, to potentially support, buy some Christmas gifts, whatever, um, adorn their walls um, <laughs> with, uh, with the art of a fellow planter. So, yeah, I'm curious, yeah, if there's anything that you'd want to share. Right. Well, I guess that right now, um, kind of where I'm at with my artistic career, uh, I don't know why I love saying that. I guess it's legit. It's an artistic career. It's just kind of fun to be able to admit that. Um, is it's really, I'm kind of in this exploratory phase. I've spent the last four years working towards um, doing a lot of graphic design and illustration. So more like applied arts and um, art to use to sell things, whether it be a product, a service, or an idea. So I've kind of stepped away from that a little bit and I'm working a lot on just uh, developing more, like developing my style further and trying to push it more. Cause I've been, doing art passively for the last four years and now I'm, I finally got the chance to really just throw myself into it and pursue it full full, full on. Um, I really want to get better at painting light because it's just it's something that would bring light is brings a piece to life you know like if you can create something that just yeah that has that it's hard to work with and it's super subtle but fuck if you can get it it's so sweet Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of like a little personal thing I'm working on and getting better at painting water like that's tricky as all hell um and then as for like other projects too I really wanted to get like pick up different mediums I've started painting with oils for the first time since like a one-time painting I did years ago and that's super fun so doing like portraiture and more figure painting as well moving away from that moving away from the landscapes but kind of trying different directions as well um i've also started printmaking which is really fun because it's totally different from um other styles of art that i've been doing so i've been just dicking around with that and printing on like old cotton t-shirts with uh so i've been doing lino cut printmaking so that's um where you take a piece of i don't really like it's called like lino block it's um like a thin eraser I'm trying, i can't really think of a better way to describe it it's like mm. a like a tile like a bathroom tile that's not super hard and you can carve into that with this like spoon knife thing i i'm an artist i know what i'm talking about um and you can create these cool patterns or cool designs and then um it's tricky because every time you print you print in reverse and also you're um taking away everything you carve into it um is taken off of the print so you're kind of working in an inverted style so it can be kind of tricky but I find it's a nice way to really engage my mind and try to have to think about it a lot more so trying to stay challenged in that way um yeah so it's kind of so no no big overarching projects just a lot of small little development things a lot of ways I want to push myself to get better in small small ways I guess very cool yeah no that sounds the last one sounds really interesting and and yeah uh probably would create a lot of uh redos perhaps if if you're trying to write something and then it's like inverted and i know i always have trouble with that mirror effect sometimes (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a it's a it's a beautiful pain in the ass it's just fun to be frustrated sometimes you know like if (laughs) yeah that's a fun little challenge i think yeah and then other ways would be um trying to figure out a big part of it too is figuring out like where I want to go with this and what I want to, what I want to do with 
this is <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, so I'm, I'm 22 now and I know if I try to do only painting for the rest of my life, I'll burn out in three years and I'll, and this is, it's really important to me that I find a way to keep painting. But if I make it my, my only form of income or if I make it my only like career path and it's no longer something I do for fun. It's no longer something I do to feel good, to, to, you know, reconnect with nature. It's now something to make money and I don't want to lose I don't want to lose it to, you know, capitalism, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I got to figure out, um, that, that's another big thing I guess I'm working on is figuring out how, where I want to take this and how I want to um, kind of exist as an artist in this world and uh, how I want to use the skill I've developed because I'd also love to be able to apply it um, to causes I believe in as well, like where conservation is really huge um, if I could somehow create or in a way that would support conservation efforts and protecting our wild spaces and protecting the things I love, that would be awesome. But I have no idea what that looks like yet. So a lot of like big thinking in that aspect as well. Yeah, no, very cool. It sounds like you're, you're keeping busy in the off season, um, like myself, of course, with things like this <laughs> podcast. So yeah, it's great. And, um, the way you said a beautiful pain in the ass, I feel like that's such a, that could be such a coin term for planting as well. (laughs) It was, yeah, so well put. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're totally right. (laughs) Beautiful pain in the ass. (laughs) Yeah, totally. It really is sometimes. Uh, So just to wrap up here, I like to ask this question as well. What is one piece of advice you would give anyone who's considering going tree planting or will be going tree planting for their first time next year, you know, they've already sort of decided um, to do so. Oh man. Um, damn. I feel, I feel like my advice would fall into like two categories of like either emotional advice or practical advice. And as far as emotional advice, um, let yourself cry, you know, like let it like feel, feel your feelings. Like, cause it's like, it's part of the experience and it makes you better, you know? Like if you're having a bad day, let that feel it and then let it go. And that's like, let it wash over you. Scream if you want. It feels great. Um, yeah. It's honestly, it's one of the places you can, you know, scream bloody murder and no one's going to get mad at you or think you're dying. So let it out and feel it, let it go. And then a practical advice, you know, you never have enough wool, bring, bring more wool things. Like that's just, that's just, that shit's great. You know, wool socks, wool shirts, wool pants I don't know actually wool pants might be a bit overkill but yeah wool is great yeah no uh agree and resonate with all that for sure so Danielle thank you so much for coming on here today and chatting with me and telling us a bit about your art and and yeah like I said we'll have uh links in the show notes for everybody to go check it out awesome yeah thanks I love talking about this kind of stuff so yeah it's been a pleasure